Since we literally haven't done Wisdom Wednesdays in weeks, today's word of wisdom is remember without the difficult times in your life, you wouldn't be who you are today. So be grateful for the good and the bad. So like, I don't know if it's just me, but I really feel like God is speaking and trying to tell us to be wise with our attachments to people as well as things. And God is just trying to teach us and have us fully understand about romantic relationships because he needs us to be on our A game for what's to come. And more importantly, God needs us on our A game because he wants us to live out our purpose for his kingdom. Because relationships, networks, and partnerships are such huge parts of our life, they can really impact us in positive or negative ways. And they are all around us. And for some people, that it can seem like that's all that there is. Or that for some people, that's really all they know. But they are really important, whether it's like, a romantic relationship, a business connection, or a friendship. But because of that reason, God, you know, because they strongly affect us and they are a part of our everyday lives, God really cares about our love life and our romantic relationships. And he cares about like every aspect and dynamic of our relationships. But when it comes to romantic relationships he really does care some people think that like god is separate from you know their dating life or things like that but god is really a part of like every area of our lives even our romantic relationships with other people and he doesn't want to see us not living as we as he hasn't intended for us to live or not living according to our purpose because of a bad connection or a bad relationship with someone else. God cares so much about our romantic relationships that he instructed Paul through his Holy Spirit and Paul was able to suggest to people and us within the Bible about relationships and marriage and one of the suggestions comes from first corinthians 7 verse 9 that says it is better to marry than to burn with lust and this verse broken down basically means that if you are a believer who is dating another believer or if you're a christian dating another christian then it is better for y'all to marry. Get married. God would rather you marry that person instead of waiting to be married than to always constantly having to fight off sin or falling into sin and temptations because God doesn't, he cares about your our desires and our needs and he created first he created sex and he created it to be good within a marriage so 
he cares so much about that and not and us not being tempted that he instructed Paul to suggest to us as believers to marry that other person we believe would be suitable for us instead of waiting so long to be married. So like God is not anti-sex. He created it to be purposeful within a marriage and he he said that it was a good thing within his word and he wants people to enjoy it and obviously he created it so that we can enjoy it but you just have to be on the right side of things in order for you to enjoy something like that and i know i'm talking a lot about christian dating relationships but god cares about relationships for people who are not christian but that's just a different case like i really cannot really begin to get into that because it's such a it's really a broad topic when it comes to that like a lot God puts a lot of people together who are not Christian and then that later on they do become Christian so like that's just like a whole different dating case and different scenarios there's a lot of different scenarios But I kind of am strictly talking about those who are already believers and they are trying to date how God would want them to. Now, if you're a believer that is in a relationship or you want to date, it is important to make sure that you are choosing to be with a person that suits you and one that you are suitable with. If you don't think you will have chemistry or suitability with a person, then why chase and or why waste time getting into the stages of dating with that person if you have an inkling that it won't work out or you just don't see it happening or for like some people may do they may ignore the signs the red flags um in early on in the relationship like once they're already in it or before the relationship even happens some people may still tend or choose to ignore red flags in their relationships and that's really important because that's really like the first sign that's going to tell you and pretty much so that you know whether or not you should really be with someone or pursue a relationship with that person. So sometimes it can be hard to choose like the right person to date but it like I said it's important to make sure you're choosing someone that suits you. And if you, I would suggest if you have trouble doing that or like maybe the red flags, you're not really sure like how to distinguish between a red flag or something that you can overlook, I would strongly suggest going to a couple, maybe an older couple 
they don't have to be too much older, but they have experience with relationships. They've been dating, you know, or been engaged for a while. Or I would highly suggest seeking someone who is already married. They have a successful marriage and they would be better at advice giving when it comes to dating, the stages of dating, and when it comes to like wanting to be married. And I say people with successful marriages because not everyone is going to have, you know, all of the right answers or like sometimes people who even do have successful relationships go through struggles and but they would be better suited to tell you, you know, and help you see if someone is suitable for you. So you can ask that the that couple to just look in on your relationship, look in on your you dating another person and you want to find somebody who's not afraid to tell you the truth that you need to hear so that you make sure that you are choosing the best person possible. You're choosing someone that you're actually suitable with and not just someone who's a decoy or someone who is just there for just for the looks of it and not really trying to be, you know, the person who spends their entire life with you. Another thing most of you already know by now, if you're a believer, is that it's important we are we as believers are not setting ourselves in romantic relationships with those who don't believe in Christ because and not because we are stuck up or better than them, but just because it can deter our own relationship with Christ. Second Corinthians 6 verses 14 through 18 makes this very clear and apparent to us. You know, like finding more time to give to God may be hard as it is when you get into a relationship and the one though the last thing you want to do or we want to do is to make it harder on ourselves by choosing people we don't or we can't not devote spending time with god together although god is our main and number one priority Balancing a relationship with our romantic partners also requires a lot of ourselves and a lot of our times. And when you enter a relationship where you and your partner have the same level of faith, both people, like it would make sense for both people to be spending to get time together with God, right? Like rather than one person trying to figure out when they're going to spend time with God or spending time with God by themselves because their partner doesn't believe in God. The breakdown in my Bible for 2 Corinthians 6 verses 14 through 18 states that Paul urges believers to not team up and that is form partnerships with unbelievers because this might weaken their Christian commitment integrity 
or standards. It would be a mixed match. Earlier, Paul had explained that this did not mean isolating oneself from unbelievers. But Paul even urged Christians to stay with their unbelieving spouses. And he he wanted believers to be active in their witness for Christ to unbelievers, but not lock themselves into personal or business relationships that could cause harm or cause them to compromise their faith. Believers should do everything in their power to avoid situations that should force them to divide their loyalties. Paul did not want single believers to enter into marriage with unbelievers. Such marriages cannot have unity in the most important issues of life. Commitment and obedience to God Because marriages involve two people becoming one, faith may become an issue and one spouse may not have to compromise believers for the sake of unity. Many people discount this problem only to regret it later and we should not allow emotions or passions to bide us with someone who will not be your spiritual partner. Another thing that I would like to add is that you don't necessarily have to be in a romantic relationship with someone to help them form a relationship with Christ. So don't feel like you have to compromise to like your own beliefs to be with someone who's not in yet in the place of God or compromise. It doesn't have to be your beliefs, but compromise anything just because you desperately want like that other person to reach that place of God or become a Christian. Like if you really care about someone, you can also help them make a commitment to God just being that person's friend. You don't have to like become automatically become a missionary within your relationship with that person or become I don't know that person's savior like you don't don't feel like you have to save that person and like the only way you're gonna save them is if you date that person because that's not completely true God can God doesn't need you in order for that person to be saved and another thing is that like he can save that person like without a relationship so that's just my personal advice and my opinion if you guys agree you agree if you don't you don't but you don't need to be in a relationship with someone just so that that person can become a Christian or a believer. Take a look at Galatians 5 verse 16. Our relationships should be guided and led by the Holy Spirit. If we allow our relationships to be led by God, if we follow along holy guidelines written in God's word, then it's impossible for us to not please God in our relationships. We don't have to be alone in decision-making. 
in our relationships. We have the power to ask God for wisdom and help to be guided and led in the right direction. Mature choices are a big part of our relationships that can lead to personal and spiritual growth. Like it's easy it's easier to be disciplined and to make decisions that won't lead to sin within our relationships when we are being led by God and guided by the Holy Spirit. And at the the breakdown for Galatians five verse sixteen in my Bible is states stated as At the same time, be careful not to confuse your subjective feelings with the Spirit's leading. Being led by the Holy Spirit involves the desire to hear, the readiness to obey God's word, and the sensitivity to discern between your feelings and his promptings. Live each day discerned and controlled and guided by the Holy Spirit. Then the words of Christ will be in your mind. The love of Christ will be behind your actions. And the power of Christ will help you control your selfish desires. James 1 verse 5 tells us that we must use wisdom even in our relationships. We need knowledge from God to go about our relationships and i i believe that you can tell if someone is really a believer in Christ because it will show at some point in their life like if you never hear that person speaking about god or like even like in just regular conversation like it doesn't have to be like them posting God on their social media or anything like that just like in their normal conversation with you when they never talk about God or like what God is doing in their life or what they want to do for God or have like none of though none like no intention of doing that at all the chances of that person being a true believer are probably very slim. God cares about our relationships and wants us to be on our A-game when it comes to our romances because God really wants us to break away from the cycles of dysfunctional relationships. Who we choose now to date or even to marry can greatly affect us and our life our family, it can affect our future kids and generations to come if you plan on having kids. But um, it's really like a strong impact. My best advice to you would be to pray about the person that you're dating or the person that you want to date or the person you want to marry. But that's all for this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, let me know. Leave me a comment on one of my recent pictures on Instagram. Feel free to DM me if you would like to be on this podcast or co-host with me. 
feel free to let me know. Give me a shout out. Do what you do. And until the next episode, I will talk to you guys later.